everybody, welcome to the Mackie Method podcast. Today we have my friend, my brother, Brandon McCalla, and we're going to be talking about commercial real estate, grief, and everything else in between. Check it out. Brandon McCalla. Yes, sir. It's good to have you. Pleasure, man. It's good Thank to have you. you here. Thank you. This podcast episode is, for me, pretty cool because... In my life, you wear a lot of hats. <laughs> so I met you as a client or a business associate. And I would say over the past six months or so, we've become friends. I give you a difficult time a lot. Um, and but you are you but you're you're you've become a very good friend of mine. And uh, you're killing this 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 thing that you do <laughs> <laughs> commercial real estate commercial yeah. real estate cre you're killing it so um it's good to have you here man thank you man thank you for for having you're like me way overdressed and man this is how i dress all I the gave time, you a hard time i've never <laughs> seen you in a suit but it's cool bro because <laughs> you're never in the office with me so you change clothes you like i do yeah Clark. yeah whenever you want to hang out or whatever i always kind of you know switch it up it's good to have you here so um so tell me how you got into real estate let's start there Probably from age four to 19, I was a, a baseball player. Um, super competitive, traveled across the country playing baseball. Um, it was just me and my dad just traveling across the country, many different teams, probably like four or five different teams. Um, and then I got a scholarship. So I went to high school, got a scholarship to go to Bethune-Cookman University, and I played baseball there my freshman year. Yeah. And then I stopped playing, I stopped loving it. Um, and then I transferred to UCF and I saw that they had a real estate program. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, like, you know, I grew up watching Million Dollar Listing with like my mom and, you know, I thought that was like pretty cool. It's a pretty cool show. So I went in thinking that I was gonna learn, you know, how to sell mostly houses, if you will. I was very, very ignorant to it. Yeah. You know, I, did, I really didn't do too much research, which, you know, thankfully it worked out in the end. I just went into it blindly, man, and I found commercial real estate. Most of the courses were, were commercial real estate based you know, commercial real estate analysis, commercial real estate law, you know, things like that. Um, and I realized that if I just apply myself um, and learn this commercial real estate thing, I could I could excel, you know, pretty fast. Wow. Um, so I started out as an intern at a company called JLO, which I work for now. Um, and I just transferred the energy that I had in baseball over into commercial real estate, man. And it was it, it, it's been awesome ever since you competitive yeah out in these commercial real estate yeah. real estate streets yeah <laughs> you are a hustler bro every i mean you call me all the time with deals and stuff yeah so man. that's what's up yep I, I i try to look for opportunities everywhere i go when i'm driving you know driving wherever out to eat you know going to lunch you know i try to look for opportunities for our clients that's awesome um and for friends too you know so it's it's just a lifestyle that i have now man it's just a, it's just a hustle mentality i think yeah you start as an intern. What is your title now? I'm an associate right associate. now. Associate. Yeah, so I started out as an intern, and then I got promoted to be an analyst. Okay. Where I was, like, underwriting properties, doing, like, a lot of research for the team. Okay. And I basically learned the market, learned the Central Florida market during that time. And after that, I got promoted to be an associate to where now I'm on the production side where I have clients, you know, I'm negotiating deals executing on deals things like that now you're trying to get that vp role right i am man that's that's the goal man Ooh. by the end of the year hopefully you know that's that's what i'm shooting for so so what did your numbers look like last year my numbers oh 
I mean, we we so I'm on a team of three. You're on a team of three. Yeah. So my other two partners is Billy Rodriguez and Colette Santana. Um, I mean, we we definitely exceeded our goal for sure. I can't say too much, you know, on the numbers side. I understand. But, I understand. You know, we, we hit we hit where we wanted to be. Gotcha. <laughs> and the reason why I bring up the numbers because yeah. my follow up thing was I was going to tell your age. Okay. So that's why I was going to be like, you're doing this much value at yeah. that age. So we're, so we're going to step back, and I'm going to say, all right, you got you got you got you exceeded your goal. Well, let, tell me what your goal was. Is that okay? You feel comfortable saying that? Oh man, I don't. I don't know, man, because there's there's other companies that are gonna be listening to this. And, um, it's in the millions, I mean, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's. So he's doing multi million dollar deals, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and this young man is 27 years old. Yep. Killing it. Killing I love it. what I do. It's Killing very, very rewarding job for sure. Just because with commercial real estate, especially with me, I'm on the retail side, so that's anything related to shopping centers, restaurants, banks you know, fitness uses, you get to basically shape a city because your day-to-day, you know, lifestyle involves yeah. going to shopping centers, going to the grocery store, you know, shopping, you know, retail. I like that philosophy that your involvement of play and, and, and really specifically placing your clients in certain places that makes sense that really shapes them you know yeah. which is a lot of people don't realize it's not just all right i'm gonna put this person here but there's so much work that has to go into putting people in certain places that work for their business and for you know their their end user per se so you know. yeah you know every brand that we work with you know they have different criteria that they yeah. need to meet you know whether that's income you know, they like certain co-tenancy where they will only go into a shopping center. They, they typically favor shopping centers that have another tenant X or whatever. Yeah. And they like to be side by side, right. you know, things like that. So every every time you go to a, a, a shopping center and you go somewhere that that place didn't just pop up, you know, on, you know, on coincidence. Yeah. You know, somebody saw that opportunity, negotiated the deal, you know, analyzed the property um, and executed on that. I noticed that in a lot of public shopping centers, uh-huh. there's always a nail salon. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Ooh. I mean, nail salons like to be in grocery anchored shopping centers. Yeah, but so, this is I, I, I'm I'm this is good so that people can understand the way that business thinks. So the Bible talks about how children play in the marketplace, and it really, it's a strategic move for nail shops because what they think they've learned that most women, uh, wives, yeah. shop, and it's their time away from the kids, right? I don't know if you know. Well, you ain't married, so <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Like but, <laughs> no, we're not. Why do we talk about that in a minute? We are going to talk about that. <laughs> you're, anyway. you're, you're an animal. Man. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's their time away from the kids. Yeah. So while they're, they have their responsibility to get the groceries and different things like that, how convenient is it that a nail shop is right next to the place that you do groceries? It's it's brilliant. Yeah. You know? That's why we even have clients that put yoga studios right next to them because, you know, shopping is stressful. Yeah. Grocery shopping is stressful. And that's just one instance. I mean, yeah. every every tenant, you know, every business that, that you could think of, especially the national tenants and the regional tenants, you know, they have strict criteria like yeah. that. You know, it's so a, it's, a, it's a way of thinking strategically. Yeah. You know. 
So yeah, they see patterns of success. So they try to replicate that across the board. How is it being a minority or a black commercial real estate advisor or agent or honestly, man, I think, I think it's a blessing, you know, actually I, I know it's a blessing Mm -hmm. um, just because I feel like you can excel really fast because you're all, you know, the eyes are always on you. Um, You know, when I walk into a room, I notice that, you know, people look at me faster. You know, I don't, I kind of stick out, especially at like conferences and things like that. Um, Now the industry has gotten a lot better with diversity. Um, You know, especially our, our, and and our company's actually doing a great initiative to recruit diverse talent as well. So I'm really proud of what commercial real estate is doing right now on the diversity front. Um, but you know, there were people that blazed the way to where there was, there was a a bunch of situations where people were the only person in the room and they had to excel, you know, had to be twice as good, um, as it is with a lot of industries, you know, so I'm very blessed to be African-American in commercial real estate because I think it's a huge opportunity for, for just this generation. You'll be shocked the looks I get. And I go pull permits and they're like, yeah. who's the qualifier? Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited because earlier this year, I mean, we, we, we started doing some business together where, you know, I executed on a deal yes. with Ivy Nutrition and Altamont. Now you said that name, but you couldn't tell me your numbers. <laughs> it's cool. You see how you play? Are you going to, you, gonna, you want me to tell the story? No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. Go and ahead. I actually called you the other day and, and brought this up. You man. did. Yeah. You did. And it, this was a very historic to me. And our business, and I'm sure even sure to you, and I'm even sure to our client, where in this transaction, it was a African American owner. The client was African American. The broker is African American, and the contractor is African American. Yeah. And the deal has been amazing. Yeah. And all you people keep stealing my magic tickets because <laughs> she took mine too. So. The beautiful thing is, is that you are starting to see the changing of minorities taking the leadership role um, in certain market sectors. And I don't know if even in her and let's talk about I don't want to talk too much about her, but she's a massive leader. I actually had a chance to sit down. I don't know if you sat down with Unique, but she's a massive leader in the healthcare space. Yep. Like, you know, she's like. She like was one course away from being a doctor. Like she can do practically any and everything. And but for her to blaze this trail of doing something different where especially in that industry where there's not a lot of minorities, it's awesome, you know. So and to see you killing it in commercial real estate is awesome. So Yeah, I appreciate that. Kudos was- for that. I was excited, you know, when we got that deal done for sure. Yeah. And I was even more excited to bring you in on the GC yeah. side um, just because, you know, seeing that happen is just awesome. Yeah, for sure. And she she I call her every day, you know, and she she's very excited to work with you. She says you're awesome as well. Thank you. She says you're always on top of it. So I tried. To. <laughs> so you're a commercial real estate. Um, Let's talk about you getting married, bro. Wow, you really went there. He doesn't want me to talk about this, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, but really I'm going to talk there. about it. 
<laughs> my sole mission is to get Brandon McCullough married. But you know what? I, I'm going to tell you, I like that you are single because most of my friends are married. And let me say this the right way so people don't get it, it wrong. But there's times where as a, you know, in this business and in this industry where I want to go hang out with someone and they're not always available because they have kids and a wife and, and so do I. But sometimes my wife is one place, I'm another place and the kids are with the nanny and, and I don't have, I have time, but usually, you know, people have kids and games and stuff like that. So it's good to be able to call you. Call up your boy, who, B. Who ain't got no kids. <laughs> Ain't yeah, got man, no I'm, wife. I'm always available, man. Always, always available, available for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're from Miami, right? South Florida, yeah. So in, a, in an area called Miramar, which is west of Miami. Okay, gotcha. Um, and then my family is actually Jamaican. Okay. So both my mom. Do you speak the language? Nah, man. Were I'm not even gonna there? try. No, I was I was born in in Hialeah, but we our house was in Miramar. So both of which are in South Florida. You've been in Central Florida for how long? I'd probably say about. Four years now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I, when I graduated, I just never left. Okay. You know, I felt like Central Florida was really my speed. Okay. You know, South Florida, you know, there's a ton of density down there. It's a lot. I mean, it's it's a lot. People ask know. us to go there for work and we're like, I love nah. the visit. Visit. You know, it's, it's an amazing place to visit yeah. and hang out, you know, and I love to see my family and hang out with friends down there, which I still have. But Central Florida, there's something about Central Florida that I, I'm just really drawn to. And it's just, I like the pace here. And I like just the, the hospitality here everywhere. I mean, yeah, it's so easy to go up to people and talk to them. I mean, everybody's so friendly here, you know? And yeah. I think that's really what I love about Central Florida. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Our podcast is all about how people overcame things. And I know one of the things that you overcame in your life is your mother passing away and dealing with cancer I believe, yeah pancreatic right? cancer yeah so talk talk to me how that was for you finding out the diagnosis and the the journey of how you over how your you and your family overcame that it was a crazy rough time for my family i mean crazy crazy rough um and when we found out it was actually right after my graduation wow at ucf so she saw you graduate she saw me graduate awesome and literally the day I graduated, we went out to eat and she's like, hey, you know, I'm going to get some things checked out at the, at the doctor because I haven't been feeling too well. So the way she said it, I knew something was was off. And she was like, yeah, you know, you don't have to come to the doctor with me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I'm coming. Mm -hmm. So the next day I drove down to South Florida with her and with the rest of my family. Um, and we went to the doctor and she got diagnosed with extremely late pancreatic cancer. Wow. And the doctor literally told us and her that she has weeks to months to live. Wow. So, you know, nine months later, she was, you know, she was, she was out and it was, wow. it was a crazy painful process. I, I don't wish that on, on anybody. Yeah. I mean, it's just, cancer is just a terrible thing, Yeah. you know, and it, it, it affects your entire, your entire family. You know, because everybody was close with her um, co-workers, you know, at her funeral, there was like 40 nurses because she ran uh, a whole floor at Hialeah Hospital. Wow. 
and her whole entire floor, every all her staff that was under her showed up for her funeral, and it wow. was it was an incredibly special moment. But yeah. you know, to overcome that, you know, in, it involves like community, man. I mean, like you something like that you can't you can't keep inside you. Yeah, you know, and as as guys, and you know, even even a lot of women sometimes, you know, they they, they keep things inside. Yeah. Um, but something like that, it it just gets so heavy that yeah. you have to express it you know, and reach out and seek help. Um, and that's what I did. You know, I had great resources, whether whether it was people at work, family, um, ther- therapy. You know, I think that's a great thing, too, that helped me out. Um, and you, you really turn a negative into a positive, you know, because she's always with me. Absolutely. Um, you know, every everywhere I go, I wear this watch that she got me. So when I was younger... I wanted this Michael Kors watch so bad. <laughs> and when I got accepted to UCF, she got it for me. Awesome. And it broke for a while. Um, and when she passed away, you know, it, we got it fixed. And it, it's just, it's like she's like holding my hand like yeah. every day. Yeah. So things like that really do help me yeah. a lot. Absolutely. Um, just because it's so special and I, I, I have that tie with her. You know, yes. I talk to her every day. Yeah. You know, I pray to her. So, you know, sometimes she shows up in my dreams. So, That's awesome. you know, it's it's Does she tell when she shows up in your dream, does she tell you to get married? <laughs> uh she she hasn't <laughs> said that. <laughs> Brandon, get married. <laughs> yeah, man. She hasn't she hasn't said that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's awesome and I think it's important that people under, understand that dealing you know having a loved one deal with a sickness is one thing right losing someone because of that sickness is another thing yeah the grief behind losing someone is an entirely different thing she's my guardian angel so you, yeah i'll be all right i'll be all right you'll be all right i'll be all right, be all right. <laughs> so what's next man you want to vice president what's next for you what what else what are you personally striving to do what's the end goal the end goal Man, that's a great question, man. I just I just want to make a difference, you know, for the generation behind me. You know, that that's really why I strive for for excellence really in everything, you know, that I do. I want to be an example for, you know, the next Brandon that's looking to get into commercial real estate, um, whether that's work-wise, you know, family-wise, yeah. um, ownership-wise, you know, I, I that's what I want to do. You know, I just a- anything I do, I want to I just want to be the best at it. I want to give a hundred percent, you know, so whether that's being an investor in something, uh, development, I see myself being a broker for a while though. I I really do like what I do. Yeah. That's awesome. It it gives me a sense of like adrenaline, you know, the chase. Like I like, I like getting after it and chasing it. You know, that's awesome. That's what I like. Well, Brandon, I appreciate you being on my podcast. Thank you so much. Of course. Uh, Anytime, man, I'll be back. You'll be back. I'll be back. I might, I might even, might even take over. Yeah. (laughs) Might even take over. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon, for being here. Of course, I man. Of course, it. of yeah. course. <laughs>